Welcome to Travel Time, our last stop in Greece on this cruise, the capital city of Athens. We docked in the port of Piraeus just outside of Athens, and our family split up for two different excursions in this port. I was very excited to go to Athens. It almost didn't feel real to me that I was finally getting to go there. We arrived in port very early, and for my husband and my oldest son's excursion, we arranged for our own outing outside of Disney's offerings. Disney had a port adventure listed on its website for a visit to the Panathenaic Stadium in Athens. It included a chance to hear about the Olympic Games, try some of the field events like javelin and discus, tour the stadium itself, and ended with a race on the historic track. The excursion sounded great to my son, who's a competitive runner in cross-country and track, and we were looking forward to booking it so he could see it and run on the track. Unfortunately, when the booking dates opened, it wasn't listed as an excursion for this particular sailing, so I started looking around to see if it was possible for him to still have an opportunity to run on the track if they visited but not affiliated with a tour. While checking, I found a tour offered through Viator that was exactly the same tour as the one on the Disney site. The only thing it didn't include was transport from the port to the site. And I found this by looking at TripAdvisor. I use TripAdvisor pretty heavily to look into different things to do on the trip, find pricing, find tour vendors and things like that. And so far we've always had really good results from having, from going on tours with Viator. The only thing, as I mentioned, the only thing it didn't include was transport from the port to the site. So we arranged transport with welcome pickups to go to Piraeus port, from Piraeus port to Zapayo Hall, which was the meeting point for the tour. This worked out really well. We even had an issue where we couldn't get off the ship at the expected time to meet the driver. But by texting the number they'd been, they had given us, we were able to let him know of the issue and he was able to wait. What ended up happening is they were letting the excursions off the boat before they would let people who were getting off the boat on their own. And so my husband and son got backed up behind those people. We booked this driver as a round trip. So it set a meeting time for after the tour to be picked up at the same spot. And we left room in the return to allow for a quick bite to eat or a walk around if they wanted to. The return pickup went well also, and I would definitely recommend welcome pickups if you're interested or in need of self-arranged travel when you're in the Piraeus port. We've been told that taxis were also an option, but we like the idea of not having to wait for an available taxi if a whole lot of people are trying to get one at once. And we also like the idea of the prearranged price and knowing we had a return trip arranged in case we got into the city and where we were, we couldn't get a cab easily in that neighborhood or things like that. They eventually did get the cut to the car, as noted, and they got into the city for their tour. They arrived at the front of the Zapeo Hall to meet the tour guide. And although we knew from our Facebook group that for the sailing that two other families had signed up for the excursion on their own like us, they had canceled the day before. And we heard later uh, that the walking tour and heat at Santorini the day before had worn out a lot of people in their party and they were scaling back in Athens. The net result was that it ended up being a private tour. It was just my husband and my son. And this was kind of fun for them, except for the end of the tour mini race was now just one person running, my son. They were first taken to an area where they were able to try dabbling and discus, and they were stepped through a workout of sorts in the park by the stadium. And then they went into the stadium. The stadium is the only stadium in the world built entirely out of marble. The stadium also has a view up on the hill of the Acropolis, so they were able to get some good pictures of that as well. And just a little history, the stadium was first built in the 4th century B.C., it was a much simpler version, probably with stone seating at that time. But Herodes Atticus rebuilt the stadium, something he is especially known for in Athens. It's believed to have been completed in 143, in time for Athens to host the Panathenaic Festival. It was entirely built in pentelic marble, with minimal concrete during a resurgence of Greek culture. And that happened in the mid-2nd century 
At that time, it had a capacity of about 50,000. The stadium fell into ruin in the 4th century after the emperor Theodosius I banned Hellenistic festivals. After Greeks' independence, excavation began in 1836, showing traces of the stadium. The Zappos Olympics, an early attempt to revive the ancient Olympic Games, were held there in 1870 and 1875. A second refurbishment was aimed at preparing the stadium for the 1896 Olympics, holding closely to the design of Herodes. It was the site of the opening and closing ceremonies of the Olympics in 1896. After touring the stadium, my son got a chance to run on the track. It was so awesome to have pictures of him running in that historic stadium. I really wanted to see it, but I also wanted to see the Acropolis, so I settled for pictures. At the end of the run, he got to stand on the podium and get pictures there as well. On the advice of a friend of mine in my history book group, he took a medal with him that he had run from a race back home, and that way he could be on the medal stand with a medal around his neck. Made for a really great picture, so if you do go there and you do have a race medal from home, if you take it with you, you can stand on the podium with a medal. After they both posed on the medal stands, they were able to tour a museum dedicated to the Olympic Games, and they enjoyed. overall they enjoyed this really unique experience. It was about four hours altogether. They were able to get some authentic Greek lunch after the tour and meet the driver to return up to the ship. Meanwhile, my youngest son and I did a tour of Athens with a lunch and a trip to the Acropolis. This one was a Disney excursion. Best of Athens, the Acropolis, and the Archaeological Museum with lunch. And it's tagged as PI-33. This cost 159 per person and was a seven-hour tour. For this one, we also left quite early. We ended up getting off the ship at the same time as my husband and other son although they'd plan to get off almost 30 minutes earlier. As I mentioned before, just be aware if you do book your own excursion or you're just going to wing it and get off the ship. Generally, all the Disney excursions that are booked off the ship early, and then Athens is a place where a large number of excursions begin really early. So based on my observations, if you're going to be getting off early, you're going to be behind all the excursions, so you are going to have difficulty getting off the ship in the first hour in the port if you're not on a Disney excursion. So it's just something to factor in when you're planning what time if you're arranging transportation or something like that. First step on our tour, we boarded a bus and headed into Athens. The bus ride passed by the Temple of the Olympian Zeus, Hadrian's Ark, as well as the University Senate and the Academy, which was the home of Athens' first library and university. We also drove by the Panathenaic Stadium and actually saw my husband and other son walking with their guide toward the stadium. For the description, we were supposed to make a photo stop there, but didn't. The bus did slow down as it passed for pictures from the window and then turned around and passed the other way so the other side could get a picture out their window. Not quite the same as a photo stop, but at least we got to see it and we got to see the rest of our family out the window. We later arrived at the National Archaeological Museum, which houses Greek art from prehistoric days to the Golden Age of Athens. The guide there took us through the museum with a very short period at the end of the tour for us to explore on our own. The on-your-own period was only really long enough for a quick bathroom break and about five minutes of exploring. The tour was interesting, but I personally, I felt like it felt long. Full disclosure, I don't always quote-unquote get art, but it was very interesting to see the progression of art, and likely someone super into art would really love this museum a lot um, and feel like it was just right in length. I will add that primarily due to the stop, the tour probably would not be enjoyable to small kids. We had a few that were under 12, and they were very restless by the end. The kids over 12-ish seemed fine, but the younger kids did not seem to enjoy it. We did then rebore the motor coach and continued on to Plaka. We had a short time, around 30 minutes, to explore, shop, etc. 
This is a nice little neighborhood area. In my opinion, the time allotted was only enough really to walk up and down a really short bit of the street where we were dropped off. There were some areas a little further down that we saw that we would have liked to explore, like a little park we saw and some stores, um, but there really wasn't much time. Ideally, I would have cut the museum portion short by about 30 minutes and put that time in the plot of free portion of the tour. We did get a few Athens souvenirs and took some fun pictures. In Plaka, we also met up with the, t- with the tour again and went to a local restaurant. It was called Cave of the Acropolis, and we had lunch and enjoyed some live music there. It's situated right at the base of the hill of the Acropolis. You can actually see the outer wall of the Acropolis area out of the window. I just had a nice opportunity to have some authentic Greek food. We started out with bread with olive dip, mall Greek salad, some tzatziki with vegetables, some saganaki, which is Greek fried cheese, followed it by some kebabs and moussaka, and then some ravani for dessert. Everything was delicious, and the music was really nice as well, and I'm probably leaving out a few things that we might have tried. They brought out smaller portions of several different things so that we could kind of sample some of the different foods on the menu. They also brought a really nice drink that was sort of like a lemonade. There was a nice touch. So rested and well-fed, we left out from foot and began to walk to the entrance of the Acropolis. We entered the Acropolis area and began the walk up, passing Dionysius's theater on the way up. And the walk up to the Acropolis takes about 20 minutes. Um, if you're mobility impaired, there are elevators. They have only the one elevator, it sounds like, but it's restricted for only those who are in need of an accessible entrance. So we went in as a group. Our guide stopped by a viewpoint for the theater so they could share some of the site's history and gave us a nice little break on the <laughs> a little bit over halfway up on a ha- on a very hot day. We continued up to the Acropolis. At the top of the steps, you were at the Propylaea. The Propylaea was completed in 432, just before the Peloponnesian War. It's a monumental gate. It acts as sort of a facade for the site. The entrance is asymmetrical in layout, and it had two small asymmetric wings. One was a pinacotheca, or a picture gallery, which was finished, and the other wing wasn't finished. The Propylaea was also the first example of Doric and Ionic columns being used in the same building. On one side of the Propylaea was a small temple built to the wingless victory, or Nike Athena. The temple commemorates the victory of the Athenians over the Persians. It used to house a statue of Athena, but was dismantled by the Turks in 1686 so they could use the platform for a large cannon. It was later rebuilt between 1836 and 1842, and again taken apart and rebuilt in 1936 because the platform was deteriorating. The Parthenon and main buildings of the Acropolis were built by Pericles in the 5th century BC. These were intended as a monument to the political and cultural achievements of Athens. Acropolis means upper city. Many cities in ancient Greece were built around an Acropolis, which was a place of refuge in times of invasion, home to the most sacred buildings since it's the safest and most secure place in the area, And there even used to be dwellings on the Acropolis, the most recent on this one only 150 years ago. The Parthenon itself is huge. Pictures do not do it justice. It's impossible to describe the immensity of it until you're standing right right next to it. It's currently under restoration, which has been going on for about 30 years, and they're predicting it'll take at least another 30. It took just nine years to build and was completed in 438 BC. It has been a temple a church, a mosque, a storage facility for Turkish gunpowder. In 1687, it was bombarded by the Venetians. A cannonball hit the gunpowder and blew up the Acropolis. Each piece of the building is unique. Lines that look straight are actually not. The ancient Greeks understood that to make it look straight, many lines actually had to be curved to work with the lay of the land. It's considered by many to be the most perfect building in the world. 
It used to house a giant statue of Athena. Though we call the Parthenon a temple, it was not a place of worship. It commemorates the Greek victories over the Persians and served as a treasury. It was not considered holy in its time. Nearby sits the Erechtheion or Temple of Athena Polos, the most sacred site of the Acropolis. In modern study, is most often called the Erechtheion, which translates to the Sanctuary of Poseidon. Most likely built in the 430s BC, but apparently never fully finished, as some moldings and blocks were never finished off. Its asymmetrical style doesn't conform to Greek architecture norms and could be due to the unique site constraints, or some propose it may be part of a larger symmetrical building. Its post-classical history of change of use and damage make it hard to determine. It's located where the legend has it that Poseidon and Athena had their contest over who would be the patron of the city. Poseidon thrust his trident in a rock and spring came up, and then Athena touched the ground with a spear and an olive tree grew. She was declared the victor and the city was named Athens. One of the most iconic parts of the Acropolis is here. The Caryatids on the porch and the maidens of the Erechtheion. The ones there now are copies with four of the original five in the Acropolis Museum and a fifth taken by Lord Elgin and placed in the British Museum. This is the true religious temple on the Acropolis site. From the top, you can get a really good view of the ruins of the huge temple of Olympian Zeus, Hadrian's Ark, and also the Agora or Marketplace. After our visit, we walked down from the Acropolis and across the street to the parking lot to meet up at the bus. The bus went straight back after the Acropolis to the ship, and in my opinion, we spent a perfect amount of time at the Acropolis. I really like this excursion and highly recommend it. I would say it's probably not the best excursion for small children because of the amount of walking, the time spent in the art museum, and the long lunch generally are not well received by most kids. Even the heat of the day on the top after we had already done so much walking most of the kids didn't seem to do super well with that either. I did see several families on our excursion and on the same excursion with a different guide, and the kids under 10 to 12 did not look super excited or super into the excursion generally. This was a great day in Athens for all of us, and we had um, had a great time over dinner catching up and sharing our different excursions and the different things we saw and did. Our next and last stop on this sailing was Naples, Italy, and our plan was to visit nearby Pompeii. We'll have details on that port adventure and the very next travel time. So until then, happy travels.